I know what this is. I know what's happening. And I know what's at stake. I don't think you do, Doctor. But I promise before this Christmas Day is done, you will be glad of my help. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Welcome Christmas. to the fan of the Fool. Hello. I'm the fan, Matt Antonelli. And I'm the Fool, Alex Cameron. Welcome to the jolly season, where we hope you have a jolly good number of presents. This yes. Lovely Christmas. And for those of you who don't deserve presents, you can have a jolly good something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, get in that house and have a jolly good spring cleaning and try and find yourself some gifts. So, yes. how are you, Alex Cameron? Uh, after watching these episodes, I am extremely depressed because I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> I was really considering... I, I've never thought about a rating so early into the episodes, and I was like, am I going to give this a one? Are you going to give yeah. it a William Hartnell? No, 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 but then a I'll Billy tell you... Hartnell. <laughs> I'll... <laughs> For some reason, when you said that, I thought of Billie Eilish, and that's why I laughed. Uh, this is my thought process, okay? I'm like sitting, I'm like, am I going to give this a one? And I thought, no, you give something a one if it's so bad it makes you angry, and I wasn't angry. So I was like, okay, a two is, it didn't make you angry, but there was nothing good about it. And I was like, it's not that bad, maybe I'll give it a three. And then Ooh. by the end, I was up to a four, so I think I'm going to give it a four. But we're not there yet? No, but I was, it was sitting on a one for a while. Um, I don't know how you felt, but I really disliked these. I episodes. felt a lot better than last week, but that's it's not a huge increase. Right. But I don't think I'm as negative as you were uh, currently. No, I was, I was thinking, I wanted to ask the person who wrote these episodes, who hurt you? And why are you now inflicting this on us? Now, if and where is Terry Nation? Someone bring him the hell back so we can get some stories, please. All right, so that's trivia. Good, because there's something about Terry Nation about this episode. Can I can I guess something? Yes, he hated them, or they had to rush someone in to write the story because he said, "I want a break" or something. No, no, no. I'll just tell you. Okay, because he didn't write these, did he? Because no, he, he knows didn't. how to write a story with plot. It was, let me find the name of the writer, Bill Strutton. Okay, now he saw the Daleks. Okay. And he thought, I want some money as well. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, what's something that, what's a storyline that's like the Daleks? Okay, it's ants versus bees, apparently. <laughs> and he time. was like, and we'll sell heaps of merchandise from it. This, yeah, I get that. This feels like someone not writing because they want to write a good story. Yeah. They're, they're trying to tick the boxes. Yeah. But I did like the ending. So did I. I was um, happy by the end. Um, we had just happy that it was over. No, no, no. I felt it wrapped up better than how it was going. I was like, how are they going to... They did the classic, who was that man in that box? And he like flies away. Yeah. But Where did they come from? The last half of the last episode of this story arc of this season the of last classic half Doctor of the Who. Last episode of this half of this story arc. Of this season yeah. of classic Doctor Who. I thought saved it. Oh, good. Including the final boss, which I called last episode. Ooh, the final boss. Well, it felt like, a video, boss. felt like a video game boss. Yeah, it did a little bit. Remember I said come to Come towards you, the light. Uh, well, I press didn't... X to avoid the light. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, I said to you, this 
Maybe the twist is it's called the Web Planet because there's a big spider somewhere. And it was kind of. And it, and I was like, whoa. The spider that It's actually what I said. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, that's a spoiler. Don't spoil things. Spoilers. For a show from 19... <laughs> Let's wait, where are we up to? 1965. And if you've been waiting until now to watch these episodes, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to us ramble for an hour and save yourself another two hours. Um, so... Let's do the the first. What's it called? Segment. Is it Doctor Who? Who? I was oh, surprised for you. I should do like who 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 because it's like Santa. <laughs> Merry Moomus. By the way, I have a surprise for you. Yep. This Doctor Who guess the thing segment is going to be different than any other. You're guessing this time. Because <laughs> Whoa But I brought a thing I know But put it away You'll have to use it next time I'm not looking at it Don't Don't break it It's not worth anything to If me. this was on video I'd throw in that sound effect Where it goes Ching ching bang bang Like you threw something really bad You could like actually Put those sound effects in <laughs> Okay As you may be aware Being you A week and a half ago Was your birthday Yay So happy birthday Thank you But you have to guess and I'll just give context for people who are listening. I've given Matthew a wrapped present. Yeah, I'll tear up out of it soon. Stop! There you go, it's wrapped. It's wrapped. He doesn't know what it is. So this is the toughest round ever. Is it Doctor Who? You have to try and guess without being able to see anything. It feels like a book. Yeah, it is. You reckon? <laughs> Yep. Well, you better open it and see. You can rip it. Unless you need oh to Oh my read. gosh. It's just a calendar with your face all over it. Just kidding. It's a Doctor Who calendar. Yeah, that would be the saddest <laughs> thing ever if I was just like, oh, it's January. <laughs> Every page is a new, uh, what's it called? Pose. Pose. It's really late. You know what would be funny? Is if January is a picture of me with just like a normal face that's not smiling, and then every month was exactly the same. It wasn't even different pictures. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. What day is it today? Me. Oh, and it's the doctor's first doctor's classic phrase. Goodness gracious me! Oh, <laughs> on the first of Jan. Where's the, what's so the, it's, it's actually it's actually a daily calendar thing, and it has all the different monsters and doctors from the show. Now, do you mind if I put it... Oh, look, there's a... Eighth Doctor. Ooh. He doesn't exist for me yet, so I don't care. No, he's pretty battle-weary there, but um, I'm going to put that... Can I put that on my desk at school? Whatever you want. It's your The kids gift. can be like, he what? likes Doctor Who. Or, he likes Doctor Who. Uh, one, of those, one of those things are up And on. then you know whether or not they have any value or not. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. I'm Thank sorry God. it was a week and a half late. That's okay. But I thought about today's segment, because I was going to give it to you a few days ago, and then I thought, I could save it for this, and make it a, a, a nice Christmassy, oh, lovely, warm feelings. Oh, I like warm feelings. Oh, I, did, I didn't get you anything for, for my birthday. That's right, and neither did Doctor Who with these episodes. I had no warm feelings. So anyway, got it right. You did. I've got a 100% success rate, unlike you. That's true. I think I'm in the 70 to 80 percentage. I think you only got one wrong. No, I think there's a couple. Okay, two wrong. You got the scarf wrong. Yes. So that's two out of 16. And you thought the owl was Harry Potter. It was just an owl. <laughs> True. 
<laughs> you did trick me by pr providing me something that has actually no relevance to any media property oh, Alex, at all. What's, what's this? <laughs> it's a soda stream bottle. Um, he does time travel. Maybe he has that in the show. I don't think he has a soda stream. She. She regenerates soon. Oh, really? You think it's coming to a close? Oh, she's already announced that she's leaving. Oh. So just picking the next person. It's three seasons. Do you, how do three you seasons guys... is pretty normal. Question. Yep. When the Doctor regenerates, nowadays... Like this, an orange comes out of him. I don't know, I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it. Anyway, my question, you be quiet. Question. Yep. Happy birthday. Question. <laughs> do you know who the next person is going to be, or do they try to keep it a secret until the show? Um, It's normally known. It's pretty hard to keep that a secret now, yeah. right? I, I think I didn't know when Christopher Eccleston became David Tennant. I didn't know who was coming. As in because they, they didn't tell? I don't think I looked at media around that. Okay. But I definitely knew that Matt Smith was coming. And then I definitely knew Peter Capaldi was coming. And then they made a whole big deal when Jodie Whittaker was picked. So that it's kind sense. of hard to avoid knowing that she was coming. Yeah. Now, you ready for... My normal segment. Spoiler-free brief review current episode. Yeah, there is no current episode, though. Okay, so what are we going to do? So I thought, from this point on, and I, I'm happy to do one really quickly now. Yeah. But um, I listened to Doctor Who radio plays, mm -hmm. so I thought in place of... Matthew's brief spoiler-free review of current episode. I could do... Matthew's... <laughs> Matthew's brief spoiler-free review of Radio Play. Oh, okay. Because I should have put that together. You're right. They're all interlinked anyway. Are you telling me this one narrative tells a, a story? It's interlinked. Yeah. Oh wow. So, um, my, the one I listen to currently, this one was called Warbringer. Okay. Okay, and I bring it up because, uh, one, it's got a very significant event in it, which yeah. you can't know about, but if anyone's out there from around the globe and they want to listen to an episode that features an Australian companion, listen to Doctor Who Warbringer, oh. episode three, Saviour, because it features Alfred. And he's like, Struth, Doctor. And it's oh, all... No. <laughs> it's actually quite a good episode, but it's just really funny that it's it's like... Well, he's from... An he, he's, he himself is an Anzac from Anzac time. And he's in the main show? No. Just the audio place. Just the audio place. Oh, place. good. Because that sounds awful. <laughs> I don't know why, because obviously we hear Australian accents all the time. But the idea of hearing it on the Doctor Who show... Yeah. That sounds cringeworthy to me. Maybe I'm wrong. So, that's a recommendation. Okay. But I think what I'll do is from now on, because I listen to one every week. In fact, I'm listening to one this week called... Um, I just listened to one featuring the Eighth Doctor called Stranded, where the mm. TARDIS is like, breaks down on Earth, and so he's stranded on Earth for, for a bit. That's oh. pretty cool. That doesn't ruin anything for you. There you go. Well, I figure they go back to Earth every now and then. And I'm also listening to one called... The Year of Martha Jones, who okay. is a companion. It's like a spin-off. So the Doctor's not in it, but it's all like, I'm Martha Jones. 
without the Doctor. That feels weird to me, because... Like, I get the idea of a spin-off mm. after a show is finished, mm-hmm. but it's weird to me to have so, lots of spin-offs from a show that's still going, and probably yeah. will forever. Well, you know Torchwood? Um, I've told you that about that. It's like a spin-off of Doctor Who. Like, it's an yes. adult, adult version. Right. Um, you have to get through the first season, and I found that quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Particularly the Cyberwoman episode. Difficult. But... Um, it got finished after four seasons. Okay. But they did season five and season six as just audio plays. They just continued it. Oh, the actors good. all came back and did, like, episodes. To so, finish the story? Well, to kind of just keep it going. Oh, so it's still going. Yeah. And some of those characters come back into main Doctor Who. Mm. Although one of them had some scandals. Oh, so, no. um in fact, when we get to Chris Eccleston era, there's a couple that's like, well, it's gonna make it, it's gonna be a little bit difficult for me to watch some some scenes. I think. Oh. Not Chris Eccleston himself. Oh, okay. He's fine. He's awesome. Okay. But there's just like one person in it who's like, you're like, oh, the Web Planet, episodes four to six. Yeah. So, um, Alex. Mm, they'd be lucky to score a four to a um, six. I gotta admit something to you. You didn't watch um, that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch any of them. <laughs> Not these, like, Jerry. Um, I missed the first 48 seconds because I think you had started watching them. Oh. And then I just kept watching it. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't be bothered going back. Okay. So, uh, I, I'm pretty sure, because I still saw the title, so I'm pretty sure it was just a recap part. Yeah, 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 yeah. First of all, because we've had a little bit of discussion about this. Yeah. Overall thoughts and feelings so far. I, I can sum it up like this. You ready? Yep. <sighs> that was like me last week. <laughs> I know. We've swapped <laughs> even though it's the same storyline. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but I really feel like when I think... I think in comparison, you realise how good the Daleks storyline is especially the one where they invade earth yeah because i kind of took i liked it but i feel like now i'm taking it for granted based on the fact that this exists the web planet yeah well mm. i went back and saw the highlights from the episode with the daleks because i was like <laughs> is it that was it that good and it is that good it is that good it is that good particularly the fact that it's like on locations um for it's got iconic moments in it and then this one, I, I felt like it, it got better, yeah. mainly because they brought in like a third group, mm-hmm. which made it meant that it wasn't just like Daleks versus Thals or whatever. It was like two, two races that were like quite beaten down versus giant ants. Yes. Um, and they had to come together. And it got some points for actually having web. Yes, which is almost the first thing we see. Yeah, I put finally some webs. Yeah, actual first actual web is my first stop point. <laughs> so and they look good. They look really good. Yeah, even later, there's some webs being shot at people, and it looks good. It looks excellent. Um, so I feel like it got better. I think it got better for me because 
I felt like the first three episodes, there was a lot of standing around, lots of talking. Yes. Whereas this still had standing around and talking, but it was kind of broken up with action. Yeah. I put it in inverted commas because... Wasn't, time wasn't, wasn't time wasn't, relevant to that time. Yes. I mean. And there's some good bits where things are flying with yes, their wings. And, and I'm like, good. that looks cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I I feel like the problem with these episodes is there's so much happening. This could be three different storylines based on this planet. You see, I thought what they should have done is put the first three episodes into one episode. Well, they'd have to cut out all the exposition. That's fine. Yeah, that was the problem with these episodes. It's a lot... I'll tell you what it reminded me of, and I, I might have said this last week, but it still applies. I recently watched The Matrix 2 because I'm getting ready for Matrix 4. How exciting for you. Well, number one is a great movie. Number two and three have some good action and lots of people standing around in rooms talking, explaining to you why what they're doing is important. And it reminded me of that. It's like Star Wars. Yeah. Like, you know, like the first original Star Wars, episode four, it's all like action stuff. Yep. But then if you watch episode one, it's a lot of like... Um, you know, people in the Senate shouting things or like Jedi Council surrounding like a a boy and being like, Hey, <laughs> you're gonna grow up and be evil. We shouldn't train you. You know what sucks though? <laughs> that sounds like if you had never heard of Star Wars, that's an incredible premise. A child they know is gonna become evil, what do they do about it? I'll tell you what they do. They talk about taxes. They have council meetings. This is all stuff that children like to watch in movies, right? And also, they talk openly in front of that child, like, oh no, he's going to be bad. <laughs> You're like, yeah, now you probably messed him up. That's probably why he's going to go bad. Anyway. Well, just before we cut out, <laughs> they take him away from his parents. Parent. Oh, sorry, parent. You're right. So he, he doesn't have a father. He has a mother. They take him away from his mother. And then proceed to spend the rest of his growing up years saying, you're going to be evil. Yeah. And that whole... Okay. Just, we're going to keep going on for this for a bit because I... We have to. Okay, so... George Lucas they, needs to they, know why. <laughs> why no, there's such a pain in our hearts. Not only did they take him away from his mum, they made him race in like a super dangerous pod race thing mm-hmm. to get his freedom. Yes, that's true. Whereas Qui-Gon Jinn, I don't know, he has a lightsaber and the force. You feel I feel like he could have just saved both of them and gotten the hyperdrive generator thing for the ship all but, at once. Because who was he scared of? The guy, the that... guy with the wings? Just cut his wings off. Yeah, he's Jedi. Like... You killed lots of people. So, sorry. It's not like it's Jabba the Hutt who has like people at his disposal who can run after him. It's like this guy owns a junk shop, or whatever it is. It is. I think it's a junk shop. I mean, in Moss S Moss something Espa. Isley. Moss Isley. Maybe it's Moss Isley. Moss Espa is the original one with the canteen. The oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Or it's the other way around. I'll tell you what the problem is. It could be the other way around. Anyway, sorry, you go. The reason episodes four to six are so good, we're going to get off this topic very soon if you don't care, because we also don't care about episodes one to three. The reason episodes four to six are so good 
is because George Lucas had people around him to rein him in, and also, I don't think... He didn't direct them, did he? He wrote them, and he had other people direct them. He directed in association with... I think he directed right. four and six. Okay. And I don't think he directed Empire Strikes Back. But not completely himself. Yeah. Whereas episodes one to three are completely him. If we're wrong, I don't care. Neither do I. George Lucas deserves <laughs> nothing from anybody ever. <laughs> Disney just paid him. Was it Pizza. like a billion dollars? It was a lot of money. And he gave them all this his story treatments for episode seven, eight, nine, and they were like, No thanks. <laughs> no. They were like, We've just paid a billion dollars for this polished turd. We don't want <laughs> we don't want the surroundings of this polished turd. You can keep that. Um, just lastly. <laughs> yes. Seven and eight, fine. They're both fine. Nine I have more problems with. Not, uh, yes, but here's the argument. Yeah. And don't worry, if you're on YouTube, you can skip all this because I'll put it in one section that says Star Wars Node Branting. <laughs> the guy, talk about webs. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The guy who wrote Made Lost made Episode 7. So, sorry. Yeah. What's wrong? No, when you said Made Lost, I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> so I was just like, you know the, oh, it's Lost. You know the TV show with I know, an incredible J. J. premise and no ending? It's J.J. Yeah. Abrams? Yeah, yeah, J.J. Abrams. I yeah. couldn't think of his name because he should be irrelevant after Lost, and for some reason they decided to keep giving him money. Everyone fails upwards. That's a good point. He got right to the top. He made Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He made Episode 7. They gave Episode 8 to Ryan Johnson, a guy who made... Small indie films up to that point. Yep. And then gave it back to the lost guy for episode nine. He's meant to try to... Why didn't they let him do the trilogy? I think Ryan Johnson's making his own trilogy. But the thing I liked about the Ryan Johnson one... um, Was the fact that J.J. Abrams obviously set up some stuff. Like, he was like, who's Snoke? What's going on? Who were the First Order? Who's raised parents? You're describing potential plot lines. Yes. And then what happens? Ryan Johnson's like, raised parents are nobodies, mm-hmm. Snoke gets cut in half, mm-hmm. and the First Order are just the bad guys. So he just... he It's like J.J. <laughs> Abrams built the foundations of a house. Ryan Johnson came and burned it to the ground. Yeah, I liked it. And handed the ashes back and I said... Here, Good luck. <laughs> finish the house. Well, Ryan Johnson was you originally have a third supposed of the to budget. do. I think Ryan Johnson was originally supposed to do eight and nine. Oh, I didn't know that. But eight happened, and they were like, "Oh." No, I think he was like, "Oh." He's like these guys. I don't. I don't feel like he's excusable though. Everyone, to, I, 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 I've just thought of something. Okay, because I just, I no. Get this out of your system. <laughs> Everyone says seven and eight is fine. But the reason 9 is bad is because of what was done in 8. It's half, at least half, Ryan Johnson's fault. Oh, yeah. Like, he basically wrapped up the movies. He didn't... As in, like, as in like he, he left no story that needed to keep going. Yeah. It's like if, if you're sharing a project with someone at work... And they don't do any of the work. And then you come in and they go, here you go. I Oh, I torched the computer. 
Start again. Bye. It's done. It's due at 12. See ya. And I don't like J.J. Abrams, but I feel bad for him because of what he he tried. Well, I guess that's his whole career, isn't it? He tried. Like, lost. He tried. Lost. lost. Started so good, but he never thought to write an ending before they started shooting. Yeah. What an idiot. I guess you don't realise you're going to get six seasons. Yeah. And then you make the smoke monster a dead guy. Or not a dead guy. And then they travelled to Purgatory using, like, water and light or something. (laughs) It could have been so good. Um, This has made me think of another idea. Yes. We should just do a podcast where we just whinge about bad stuff. <laughs> yes, that should be that should be one of our specials mm. because the next episode is going to be a special where we watch the Doctor Who movie. Yeah, I've got that. I want to show you where to find it because I we're watching it together. Yeah, yeah, but I'll okay. I thought that was what we said. Well, yeah, sure. Don't reject me. All right, creative needles. So, in invest, uh, Vestian. Um, find themselves in an underground cave because they yes. escaped the cave in. Yep, the cavern. Or the cave in. Those <laughs> are different <laughs> words. <laughs> I wasn't failing to say the word cavern, I was saying the phrase cave in. Man, I feel so judged. <laughs> I said cave in and you said, oh, do you mean, you know how when. Autocorrect makes you feel stupid. You're like, no, I didn't mean to write the word nebulous. I was saying nobody. What's wrong with you? You just you just autocorrected me. Yeah. Okay, so um, they get surrounded by some creatures. Smash cut to Barbara. Um, yeah. And so Barbara is at the crater of needles. Like she is uh, a prisoner of the Zabi. Yes. Um, I forgot what they were called initially, so I called them the ants here. I just called them bees and ants. And, um... I'm not giving them names. They She learns more about what's going on, though. Yes. Because exposition time. So... Da-da-da-da-da-da! More exposition for you! <laughs> oh, here's a buffet! It's all exposition. What's going on here? Exposition. That's what's going on. <laughs> that should have been what was said. So she says, you know, like... What are all, like, the, the ants, what's their deal? And so she's talking to one of the, um, an optra. I can't remember who it is. Ross, Ross Star, it says here. Um, they're feeding raw material into the acids. Yep. Which go somewhere. Um, and he explains that there's this thing called the animus that mm-hmm. controls, like, basically controls all the ants. Yes. Which then made me realise, like, that's why the ants are so dumb. Because they're not really their own things, you know what I mean? They're just kind of, like, being controlled by something else. Yes, which actually helps, because at first when you're watching this, you think, oh, this is just really badly written, or the people who are in those costumes don't know what they're doing. Mm. But it makes more sense now that that's why they're like that. And, like, um... The fact that they're a little bit like, uh, that's a really tiny spider and I'm afraid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. At five minutes, 50 seconds, the cone of silence returns. It does. So the doctor gets, gets the thing on his head. Um, so the doctor and Vicky have the spider 
And so the Doctor's like, just keep it hidden. We don't want to, like, escape yet. The Doctor gets the cone of silence. Mm-hmm. They want to know what he knows about the Minoctera. So he's like, they're coming to invade you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he kind of fakes. Like, he, he doesn't give them all the information because he obviously doesn't want to die. Yeah. And he doesn't want to, like, help them in their plans to do what they're doing. Yeah, because they don't seem great. No. If I'm honest. And then, we went back to Ian. Yep. So this is where I was like, like a little bit of an uptick. Because there's weird like grub creatures called the Optera, I think. And they've captured Ian and... B-Lady. Yeah, B-Lady. You can call her by her real name if you want. I'm not going to No, B-Lady's better because I can't remember her name half yeah. the time. And also, anyone listening to this is already asleep if we start trying to remember all the names. <laughs> um, and they seem to... Ca- I thought it was really interesting the way they... Like, they didn't use handcuffs. They kind of glued their hands together. Yes. They stuck the... So, basically, these grub things are like, we've got you. Stick your hands inside this pool. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was like a bird bath, you know, like yeah. like a little... And So Ian puts his hands in, and he's like, ah, but it's not burning him or anything, it's just like gluing his hands together. Yeah, I'd be, I mean, it's fair enough, he'd be freaked out. And it looks good, too, the way that they made, showed the glue on their hands. It looked like when you're doing the dishes and your hands are covered in soap suds. Yeah, that's true. And the bee lady did the same, except... She didn't quite put her hands together. They were kind of like that. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Her wrists were like joined together for those people who aren't watching. Yeah. Which is everyone. By the wrist. <laughs> yeah. Um, Question though. Yep. Quickly. Go. You can ask me whatever you want because I don't have a whole range of notes because not a lot of stuff really happens. True. I promise this will be my last reference to The Matrix in this episode. Um, it's not even a thing I care that much for, but it seems so relevant because... Do you remember the the twins with the blonde dreadlocks? In the, the ghosts? Yes. Yep. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw these people with, like, the white... Yeah. That's all I could think of because i just seen the movie and I was like, wow, they're back. And they talk about the chasm of light. They're like, ooh, we worship the chasm of light. And we stay away from the surface because of the light. Yeah. And um, I thought it was funny, like... The law that's kind of like built there, where they like worship the Monoctra. Yes, and it's like, oh, it's like this is they've, weird. They've seen the bugs flying around the sky, and they've gone. They are our gods. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. So the Doctor and Vicky, they've they've got those harnessy things that keep them in like mind controlled. Yes. Yep. So. They're being punished for, like, withholding information. Because the Doctor, um, has recorded the stuff that's been going, that's been being said. Yeah. And they discover the recording, because he actually plays it, I think. Yeah, that's one part I was confused about. That's what I thought happened, but I wasn't sure if I misunderstood. Yeah. But they realise he's had the information they wanted this whole time and hasn't shared it with them. And so they put the harness things on him and Vicky, but he's managed to tamper with one of them. Yes. And so he was he, he was talking about how they're made of gold, 
And so he's somehow managed to tamper with it so it won't mind control the person that's wearing it. Yes. So I didn't know when that happened. Well, I thought... Wasn't there a scene where they talk about the fact that it's made of gold? Yeah. And so he realises I can use some sort of material on it to break down its power. Yeah, but then they do use... He kind of reprogrammed it. Is that what he ended up doing? Because I don't feel like they explained that Because they used it again. They put it on... Oh, no, they put the one that was working on another... On a Zabi. Yes. To kind of control it. No, 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 no. To block the signal. I watched that scene twice because I was like... The Doctor was wearing the one... This is what I think... He was wearing one that works. No, no, no. Originally he was. Originally, and then they swapped... So he had the one that wasn't, and then he put the one that wasn't on the ant, and I was like, is that a mistake? I think he's reprogrammed that one. He said, yeah, he says, oh, maybe the TARDIS has more power, and I think it's going to happen in reverse, meaning they're now going to have control. Yeah. So the one that wasn't, it's not that it's not working, it's that it's working the other way, so once he now puts it on the ant, they can control the ant. Yeah. Through the power of the TARDIS. Yeah, well, the TARDIS has lots of powers. Hmm. Also, his ring has lots of powers, apparently. Yeah, why do you say apparently? Is it not a thing, that? Well, it's not a thing, but that also doesn't surprise me, because, like, um, you know, the sonic screwdriver is kind of like that. It kind of solves problems inexplicably right. sometimes. So okay. I suppose he's... Le- and he's had sonic sunglasses. Oh. So, and a sonic cane... And I feel like this there's been a sonic, a sonic trowel and a sonic umbrella. A sonic trowel? Like a shovel. Like a little diggy diggy. A little diggy diggy. <laughs> when you need your little diggy diggy to be sonic. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I want you to make that sandcastle very fast. <laughs> Get me the or sonic. Take it, or take it down very fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... So, the Grubs... Sorry, you're going to say something. All I was going to say is, I'm sorry if we keep going off track, but these episodes are that bad that that's why. I'm literally at the end of the first episode right now. Yeah. Because the Grubs are like, we're going to kill you and Ian. They're like, goodbye B-Lady and Ian. Yep. But then B-Lady's like, check out my wings. And they're like, oh, hello. Oh, wings. So then they think she's top. Top? Is that a compliment? In charge. In charge. She's a god. They think Actually, she's a god. That sounded very British. Oh, are you? He's a top bloke. <laughs> he's tops, isn't he? Can... She she top B. <laughs> okay. I'll quickly say. Watch out, Ian. I'm glad with the end of the first episode we're getting through these, but I have a few things I want to quickly say. Yep. Um, it's only been 50 minutes. Why do the bees now speak through interpretive dance? They do the weird movement when they walk, and they're chatting. But I don't feel like they were doing it so much in the first three episodes. A little bit. But now it's like it's actually a performance. Yeah, I feel like that was pretty continuity-wise. It kind of kept All right. going. Well, excuse that then. <laughs> well, what else have I got here? Uh, did you see the part where... Um... Bees love dancing. Haven't you ever just watched a bee? No, nope, I've seen a bee movie. 
No, no one should see that movie. Imagine writing Seinfeld for nine years and being a genius and then releasing that and having the whole you know world what? go, Because he's Why? insane. He would have just been like, I'm going to make use of my... It doesn't matter what I write. Yeah, but he didn't make season 10 of Seinfeld, even though they would have paid him lots of money because he was like, it's the art. It's finishing now. It's beautiful. Well, maybe B-movies are and we just don't understand it. <laughs> are you talking about the movie where there's sexual tension between a human woman and a bee? Yep. Hmm. Complete with um, funky music. Anyway, I've still got things to say. Yep. Did you see the part where Vicky and the ant look like they're almost hugging or embracing when the ant is trying to move her around and she's like being mind controlled and they're like really close? The ant was over the top of her and they were kind of shifting. Mm. How weird that looked. Yes. I mentioned that because that's going to be in the highlights with some love hearts. <laughs> <laughs> that lovely music as well. Yeah, the uh, uh, the UK artist. It's the trumpet song. What's it called? That, yeah. George Michael. George Michael. And lastly, if the dreadlock creatures, which is what I'm just going to call the grubs. Yep. After the guys out of the Matrix, which makes no sense. <laughs> the movements are inconsistent. Are you hopping or half walking? I saw that. Yeah. And it looked like the one that did most of the talking walked like a normal one and the rest all hopped around okay well that's which i don't think makes sense but that's what was happening you're i feel like you're giving it more nuance than it has but that makes more sense than just it doesn't make sense they should all either hop or walk normally or crawl around like grubs and if the story was better we wouldn't notice those things you're correct you know what i mean we'd Um, be going oh cool story I did think it was... Instead of, why are you hopping? Um, cool when they... So, Barbara and, uh... Whatever her friend's name is. They're on the plateau waiting for the spearhead from space. Yes. Reference. Um, ooh. ooh. Uh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, no, it's just a... It's a coincidence. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, that's cool. <laughs> 20 years later, someone said, hey, did you see this cool episode, The Web Planet? I want to use some of those ideas. And um, they said, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> you have no class. Goodbye. Um, they look up at the sky, and there's like a... They see stuff. I was like, and it didn't look good. No. And then the bees all arrive, and they're like, we're bees. <laughs> Hurrah! And they're like, we're here to do a thing. And they're like, no, no, don't do the thing because you're going to all get killed. And they're like, no, no, we're doing it. It's too late. And then a bunch of them get killed. Yeah. And Barbara and one of the bees escapes. Yeah. With some other bees. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? There's just so many bees. (laughs) And and the ants just killed some of them. (laughs) That's the episode title. There's just so many bees. Look, this... Nick Cage. No, not the bees! Folding some trivia back in here. Okay. The guy that wrote this said he got inspiration, so he wanted to make money out of merchandise. But this scene in particular made me think, what the hell is going on here? (laughs) Because it was people in ant costumes. And look, I still think the costumes look fine. I feel like the ants look really good. Yeah, I like They're not used well, but they look good. Yes. And I really like the bees... So, the writer said he drew inspiration from watching um, bees and ants, like, 
attack each other when he was a child. Okay. So this 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 scene I get, I get where that's peak peak beat. And the bees suck. I'm sorry, but they're they're what was the so they explain their plan to Barbara. Look, this is off topic, but it's still relevant. They explain their plan to Barbara, and it's like, we're just going to overwhelm them with numbers. Yeah, that doesn't work. You can't just be like, oh, have... there's heaps of us that can't fight. We'll just run at them. We... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also... They also have guns. Guns which are just clearly a person putting their arm through a costume and lifting it up. And The gun didn't work properly, though. Like, it worked, but it didn't really kill anything. No. So a bunch of bees die, and then we move on to the next episode. Mm. Um, so Barbara and a, a few bees escape. <laughs> that sounds so weird. Um, and they escape some ants and the little the little ant the little bugs that shoot things from their nose. Yeah, those ones. The gun noses. Um, there they find more bees. I'm just replacing names of people with bees. Okay, so are you talking about when she accidentally stumbles through a hidden wall? Yes, that is never raised again. Like they how did they get? How did they find that hidden wall? They didn't find it, but but I know that they find this other place that they're like, oh, this is amazing. But no one ever goes, hey, how did you find that? She just fell on it, and they said, oh, excellent, you found the hidden wall. Like, it is a video game. I thought, because the bees can fly, and the ants can't... Yes. Why didn't just some of the bees work together and pick up an ant... It's a good point. ...and just carry it up into the sky and then just drop it? Or just, if you're losing the battle, just go up. Just go up. I have the high ground. That kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. <laughs> Yes. Um, and and the prequels are worse than this. Now, this scene with Barbara and the bees mm. is the highlight of this whole ser- like, series. Which, which tells you something. Because they're like... The bees that have hung out with Barbara are like, we should trust this woman. Mm-hmm. And the bees that have just arrived are like, What's this, who's this person? Why do you trust them at all? Yeah. But then she asks all the right questions. So she's like, if you had one, what was the plan? Yeah. Where do you have to go to do that? You're here now, so why can't we do that? <laughs> like, she strategizes a proper plan yeah. to get their job done for them. Yes. And I was like, that's really... She was really clever. She's and She's the she, hero. And she's been doing a lot better since... You know, um, like she used to scream a lot and she kind of used to be like older Susan. Yes. But now she is like... I feel like she's been here for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. She's like... Ever since her ankles were bathed with water, she's been great. It's been magic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well that happened in what? The episode with the giants? Yeah. And ever since, what has she happened? What has she done since then? Run over Daleks. Run, crash a truck into a Dalek. Um, she, in that episode, she wheeled that guy around the city yes. so that he wouldn't just get killed on his own. And then he walks to his death anyway. And yeah, and she in that episode also, yeah, she is basically like I I don't know where the Doctor and Ian are, but I'll take on some Daleks. Yep. You know, like, 
how crazy is that? She's awesome. Ian, Ian, Ian has like battles with random warriors, but it doesn't contribute to the plot or them escaping. He's just like, oh, I'll fight this Jaguar guy. Oh, I'll fight this Roman. And then Barbara's like, here's the battle plans. To be fair, Barbara did actually hit Ian over the head with a pot the other week. That is true. But maybe she's but that's more violent. of the writing. Yeah, that but also wasn't Terry Nation, was it? No, he'll come back though. Yeah, good. Yeah, because they said, someone get get him the help back here. We're struggling. <laughs> um, I'd be interested to know the reception of these episodes. Well, you can kind of tell the reception in the rating, the the viewers. Uh, so the very first episode of this season, of this story arc, yep. episode one, yep. um, was the most watched episode of this of the 60s. Wow. But it dropped every subsequent episode. <laughs> so, um... Oh, which, why is it... What, did they... It, it, it basically... Ever since the, the Daleks returned, it was basically just tracking up. Okay. And then it, it just kind of, like, got yeah. to this episode <laughs> and then dipped again. So... <laughs> they just lost everyone. Yeah. Well, they didn't lose everyone. They were still getting over, like, 11 million people like watching. good viewers. But it was... It definitely dipped a bit. Um, it really makes you realise, I know I said it before, but how good the Invasion of Earth storyline is. Yeah, that's like, why they want to make it a movie. Well, it has... Compared to this, it has good characters, like different people in the Rebellion on Earth against the Daleks. It has a proper structure and a storyline. It has character characters growth. Yes, yeah. it's amazing. And then we get like... It also has, though, the Doctor abandoning his granddaughter, who is supposed to play... The actress is supposed to play that character like she's 16, and he leaves her with, you know, a guy in his 20s. <laughs> but like I said, the 60s. <laughs> hey! hey. Yeah. You know what he should have done? He should have taken David and her and taken them somewhere... Which had just been ravaged by Daleks. That's a good point. <laughs> forget forget the fact that this is a man and a child. He's left them at the end of basically an apocalypse. Yep. And said, I'll be... Well, he also says, I'll be back. And I get the feeling he never comes back. He does come back. But not as William Hartnell. Not as William Hartnell. That makes sense. Because I wouldn't either if she was screaming at me like that all the time. And uh, they do. they will see each other again. And we'll see her again. I knew that was the case, but um, but the circumstances are yeah. interesting. Oh, spicy trivia! Spicy, <laughs> my favorite. I just don't. I can't give you too much because it'll tell you all this thing. No, that's going. okay. We're also getting off track again because we don't want to keep talking about bees. And okay. Ants. Anyway, no. uh, Vicky releases the Doctor from his thing, Harness thing, and the Doctor put is. Uh, thinks that he'll be able to control one of the Zabi if he puts it on a Zabi. Yeah. An ant. And it works. Yeah, it does. And he's got a pet ant. Yeah, which he treats like a dog. Yeah. Like he whistles well, at it. She seems more fond of it than he does. That's but true. he does use it usefully. Yeah. Use it usefully. Yes. He uses it. He puts well. it to good use. Yeah. Um, in the caverns. 
not the cave in. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what you were waiting for. See, I'm now more correcting you. Yes. Um, the Doctor... No, sorry. Yeah. Ian and B-Lady and Slugs. Yes. <laughs> are trying to get to the Animus. Yes. Uh, because this, the, the B-Lady knows what's going on with that. And the Slugs are like, we like this B-Lady, so we'll just do what she tells us to do. And so they're going through... Um, they're trying to break... Uh, through some walls to get some light. Yeah. And one of the slugs accidentally gets killed from it. Yes. And there, the group of slugs is just like, eh. Yeah, they're literally just like, well, it would have been all of us if not just the one. Yeah, this is what we do. That was all, they were like, they're like, this is what we do. One person tries it, and if it works, we all saved. But if it doesn't, just one dies. And you're like, oh, that's interesting society, isn't it? It is. Uh, so, gosh, I'm almost at the end of this episode. So Barbara and the bees, they reach this temple. Temple of Light. Temple of Light, and they're, they're figuring out the next part of their plan. And the doctor and Vicky and his pet aunt, which he names, <laughs> or she names it. I think it was her. Bongo? Not Bongo. I put Zom- Zomberg? That's a Zombo. Zom- Let me find it. I don't think it was Berg, because I had the subtitles on. I'm pretty sure it was something like Zombo. No, that'd be like Zombie. I don't think it's in here, probably because even the wiki doesn't care. <laughs> so... Oh, this wasn't written by Terry Nation? Wiki says no. It was um, something like Bongo. Okay, I think it started with a Z, though. Maybe I think she Zombo. tried to, z- z- like, Zabi tried to zizzle. Z- oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a bee there. Um, so, they they kind of adjust the plan a little bit. So, they're still going to go... Um, Barbara and some of the bees are still going to go and try and stop the Animus. Yeah. And the Doctor and Vicky are going to take... The isotope. He's going to take the isotope back and destroy the animus himself. Yes. So yes, it's yes. kind of like there's two plans there. So yeah. he's got the isotope, and they've got like a like a bomb thingy. Yeah. Um, which has a really cool action scene in a minute. It does. <laughs> yes. But um, so he heads off, and the bees are like, "Well, we'll take the ant with us because mm-hmm. that could be useful." Yeah. Can we have the ring? And the doctor's like, I don't want to give you the ring. And they're <laughs> like, well, we gave you our isotope. Yeah. So they have a little back and forth, and Barbara's like, there's no problem here, is there? To control him, you will have to use my ring. And that is of untold value. Mm-hmm. And what of the value of our isotope? Is uh, anything wrong? No, no, my dear, no, no. A small matter. And I thought that was really good. Like, she knows... What he's like. What he's like. Yeah. And so he gives them the ring, and then they leave on their separate plans, and I'm pretty sure... Oh, no, sorry. The ending is the Doctor and Vicky get close to the Animus, but then they get caught and uh, get webbed up. Yeah, and that looked really good. Yeah. That was Even great. the shooting, and then suddenly they were, they were webbed. Yeah. On the end, web planet. End of episode. End of episode. Two things I want to say. Yep, go for it, because I got nothing. They're actually opposites of each other. One is, 
they made the decision to show shots of the ants up close. And I was like, that's a terrible idea because they look okay in movement, but just showing their face, you're like, no, that doesn't look very good. Mm. But then one of the best shots I've seen in the show so far happens, and it's the one that you're talking about where um, the bees... So the shot is from above looking down at Barbara and the bees walking out, getting ready for this battle Mm. sort of thing. And then it comes down so that you... It's almost like you're in the group of people marching along. Yeah. That was a great shot. Yeah. That's all I have to say. <laughs> also, bees. Bees! <laughs> so, um, the last episode. The Doctor and Vicky were webbed up. Yeah. And the ants tell them that they're going to be taken to the Animus. Yeah. Because... He's really smart, I guess. Yeah. That's basically it. Now, I've got... I'm going to tell... going to go through what's happened with Doctor. And then uh, there's a bit with um, Barbara that confuses me. Okay. Okay, so the Doctor and Vicky, they're going to get taken to the centre. And the Doctor's like, it's a good thing you've got that isotope. Yeah. And she's like, I don't have it. Yeah. I hid it in the astral map thing sometime. Yeah, we didn't see that. And we saw them when they were around that area. Yeah. And so the doctor's like, great. End scene. Yep. Barbara. Barbara. Oh, yeah, Bees. I know where you're going with this. Okay, so they had, they've got one ant on their side. Yes. And they've got a bunch of bees. And they hear the, you know, the signalling of another ant, which comes ac- comes along and tries to stop them. Yes. Now... Can you explain to me how the bees stopped that ant? Are you talking about <laughs> when the bees ran around doing some of that interpretive dance we talked about <laughs> and went, Zabi! 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 Is if this you, a joke? Yeah. If you're an ant, right? <laughs> just picture it. Do ants web? Do ants web. No, sorry. Just picture it. You're an ant. Yeah, you're an ant, right? Yeah. And you've killed a lot of bees. Yeah. If one of them starts yelling at you... Yeah. Does that stop you from killing it? No. <laughs> I, th- I was expecting just to tear some wings off or something, but it just kind of I freaked the- out and then ran away. And it went to get reinforcements. I thought the idea was they would... See, I thought they were distracting it so that Barbara could attack it, but then that didn't happen. No. There is a scene where she does, like, wrestle one mm-hmm. down. Yeah. But... That wasn't here. That was the worst scene. That might be the worst scene we've seen so far in Doctor Who. <laughs> the scene we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. But do you agree? I'm, I'm struggling I to just, think I, of worse. I just couldn't think of why, what the point of any of that was. No. Give them some... When you're creating aliens, give them some things that they can defend themselves with apart from weird sounds. Zarbi! They had guns... Just let them shoot the guns a bit. And maybe it doesn't kill the ant, but it makes it go, I'll go get some reinforcements. Yeah. Which is one of those little ant, what, little bug things with the shooting nose. Yes. Question. Yep. When this Bill fella who wrote these episodes said that he based 
uh, the interactions between the bees and the ants on things from his childhood. Yep. When did he see that? Zarbi! Maybe he heard it. In his head? <laughs> that would explain. If he's hearing voices, that would explain why he got so, so, such confidence to write these episodes. <laughs> um, back to Ian. Remember Ian? Yeah, does Ian remember Ian? <laughs> That's how he's healthy. <laughs> right? Well, he has been hit on the head a lot. <laughs> yes, he has. He's done for. He's, he's having dementia at 60. But listen... I swear, there are moments in the show where if you look at Ian and Barbara's faces, that you can see the actors going like, what the hell is this? Like, did you see that? Yeah. Like, like they're professionals, and they're saying their lines, and they're doing their bit, but you can see moments where they're like, I have. Um, am I really doing this? This is my career. I have trivia True. that has to be delayed, though. Okay, I'm sorry. I should stop bringing that up. Um... So, remind me, we'll get to an episode called The Chase. Oh, I thought you meant for these episodes. No, no. Okay, we'll, The Chase. The Chase. Remind, remind me then, you had trivia about this when we did Ants and Bees. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I won't forget because I, I need some resolution on what they thought about these episodes. Yeah, yeah, there's resolution. Imagine getting this script and being like, oh... I have to hang out with a bee lady, and we're fighting. I like the bee question, but I guess from an acting point of view, you'd be like, what the hell is going on? No, because you're sitting there thinking, man, the invasion of Earth, this storyline was amazing. Yeah. And then they're like, do you like bees? Here's your next script. Okay. Um, I've only got, there's only two paragraphs left in the story. You ready? <sighs> so, um, okay, so, sorry, remember Ian? Yeah. So he's travelling underground with um, Bee Lady Bee Lady and Slugs. Yep. Um, and they they get to sort of like the surface of the planet and they're just trying to break through. Right. And that's where we leave them. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbara and her bee squad manage to overpower one of the... They, it's got the name of it here, a larvae gun. It's the little, yes. little little bugs that shoot shoot. That's what they're called. Um, <laughs> they go shoot shoot. They go shoot shoot. Uh, one of the bees gets killed. Yep. But I, they also squish that bug. Yeah. And I thought that looked awesome. They yeah. like pick it up and they like squish it against a wall. <laughs> and I was like, that's so cool. And you can even see Barbara flinch. Yeah, she's like, ooh. Because I guess it'd be like if you you know if you stepped on a cockroach. I mean, that's it can sometimes be gross, mm-hmm. but if that cockroach is, I don't know, six feet long, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to squish it, you lift it up. I'm not picking up that <laughs> and push it up against the wall. I'm use some insect. Um, get some more tea right. out. <laughs> then it goes nuts until it dies. Because <laughs> you know when you spray a cockroach with that, it just. They don't just sit there and go, oh, I'm dying. No. They go bananas. Yeah, but imagine so it's... imagine six foot of gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. The doctor should have some of that in his coat. Some more tan. <laughs> he probably does now, in case he lands on another <laughs> insect planet. That would be amazing. 
if Will, William Hartnell's like, hmm, they made this in the future on Earth. It's very useful. <laughs> Brings out a spray can of made, more teen. I think they had insect spray in the 60s. Oh. <laughs> also, he is a time traveler, I guess. That's what I mean. So it's like today sort of stuff. Um, anyway, bees. The Doctor and Vicky are taken to the Animus. Yep. So it looks like a spider... Um, like a big ball of light with like tentacles and stuff. I mean, they call it a spider. Someone says something about it not being a spider, but maybe it's like an octopus thing. Yeah. Someone says that as well. Yeah. Um, but I called it. I mean, I'm not proud of it. It's not like anything that's. Ever... I mean, I didn't dispute that. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> but like, I wish I could have called something that was like good. Um, anyway, there's a, there. there's a lot of information here, but I'm just going to say that Doctor and Vicky get blinded by the light a bit. Yes. And they just fall on the ground. And it starts to the animus. And that was one good thing. This is when I started to like the way that this starts to end. Because the person voicing the animus I thought was very good. Yes. What I take from you will enable me to reach beyond this galaxy into the solar system. To pluck from Earth its myriad techniques and take from man his mastery of space. The female kind of like, almost like um, an AI voice. You know, what's that portal game? It made me think of... Ah, Gladys. Yes, it it made me think of Gladys. That's the kind of vibe I got. Momentum, a function of mass and velocity, is conserved between portals. In layman's terms, speedy thing goes in, speedy thing comes out. It did sound classy. I wonder if they I got, didn't think of that till you said that. I wonder if they got the inspiration from these episodes. Yes. There's also another person who sounds like something that we know. Do you want me to say what that is, or should we proceed with this <laughs> a story? <laughs> well, I'm just going to look. Can I just finish up the story? Yes. Let's so, just thing. to wrap it all up, the Doctor and Vicky are on the ground. Barbara and all the bees storm the place. Yeah. And Ian and his bee lady and... Companion. Um, Slugs. That's, like, that's interesting, isn't it? It's like he's got his own companion oh. in this story. Um, and all the slugs Life turn fun. up. Yep. And Barbara manages to kill the animus. She's she saves the, the day. Always. And then they do something which... This is why I think this is improved. So the way it ends becomes a very stereotypical, like, how these stories always end in Doctor Who. Right. Well, they all kind of... They're just... They're, they're having a chat. They're resolving everything. So the Doctor gets his ring back yep. from the, one of the bees. The slugs are like, Oh, outside is kind of nice. So they, they've, <laughs> you know, they've entered a new world. The ants are all docile and fine now because they're not under the control of weird spider lady. There's water flowing again. So, like, the, the plant's starting to, like, heal after it's had this, like, parasite thing. Yeah. And then the, the TARDIS crew all get in their box and fly away. And the people go, whoa, it disappeared. Yeah. But it was, like, it was a nice ending. It was. So, it got... It was an improvement on the first three. I, I wouldn't say it was... It turned into the best series ever. <laughs> but it was much better than when it started. 
I I will say this episode was an improvement over the last five. I don't think I even like the other two in these this half that we watched. Yeah. Okay. Not even. You know what? Half of this episode was better than the five and a half previous. Jeez. It was. Yeah. Alright, so are we rating it now? No, I have random things to say. Oh, do random things, up. and I'll just scroll in case there's any additional trivia. Okay. I think there's one thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, here's some things I want to say. Did you notice that the, the bee who borrowed the Doctor's ring did the Sheldon laugh from Big Bang? He did the... Doctor, we owe you a great deal. There's only one in thing you owe me, my friend. And what is that? That is my ring. Hmm? Your ring? <gasps> oh, clever! Playing on the use of cardinal numbers as euphemisms for bodily functions. <laughs> when he was laughing. Oh yes, I did see that. Yes, that's exactly what I thought of. Oh. Like I didn't think that I didn't think of Sheldon, but I saw the laugh, and I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, you put a little comparison in the video there. I will. I'm going to... Well, there's a few comparisons to uh, lots of media products that were better than this. Man, you really you really hated this. <laughs> I... This... I don't... If, if you... Just express it like a sound. Ah! That kind of thing. <laughs> a um, deep sigh. Um, they talked about, after the crew leave... The bees talk about um, these good deeds of these people from Earth will be sung in the Temple of Light. And I thought, I hope we go back there at some point in the future. You're shaking your head, never again. Never going back. I thought it'd be cool if at some point they went back and they were like, oh, we heard about you from our ancestors. There is sometimes that. Yeah. But not with these guys. Not on TV. They get radio play. Oh, okay. Um, And they get... I think a book or a few books. Uh, would you like to no. continue saying your things? Yes, I would. Thank you. <laughs> well called. Uh, I feel like there was too much plot and exposition. I feel like if they gave a third of it, it would have been enough. Mm. And I also thought, do you not think it kind of ended on a weird shot, right? The TARDIS has left. All the um, resolution has happened, which is really good. All the insects are like still talking to each other. Yeah. But it then cuts to a single frame, and it doesn't move, and they're all standing there facing the camera. Mm. And it felt like you know at the end of a play when all the actors come out stand yeah, next to each other away. and all no, but they all bow. Yeah, yeah. It felt like oh, here's all the kids that mom and dad. The kids have come out. Let's clap for them. Weren't they great? <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest shot yet. Yeah. Anyway, I know I've been very harsh. Um, okay, you brought some additional trivia. Um, I've got some continuity and some references. Um, but first of all, it's the return of my favourite segment. Who was on holidays? Who was on holidays. Hmm. Of the main TARDIS crew. Does that include Vicky? Yes. Oh, sorry, the four of them, yes. I feel like it could be Vicky, but I... Or maybe Ian. I'm wrong, aren't I? Yep. Who was it? Barbara, Jacqueline Hill, does not appear at all in Escape to Danger, so that was one of the ones we watched last week. Right. 
as she was on holiday during the week it was recorded, and she's not credited. Her name doesn't appear in the credits of that episode, which she complained about. But she wasn't there. Yeah, but she's still a main cast member, so you normally credit all main cast members. Imagine being so good that you are missing on holidays, left out of credits, and you're still the one that saves the day at the end. This, I, I, you know, we've done some trivia yeah. already. Um, so, one actor... Now, I, I'm sure this guy's famous. Uh, Peter, he's famous in Australia, in uh, the UK anyway. Peter Pur- Purves? P-U-R-V-E-S? Okay. Pures? I can't say his last name. That's an unfortunate last name. But uh, he's an actor in... Uh, he was in the British office. Okay. In case you... There you go. There's a reference for you. Yeah. Um, so he, he auditioned to play a B. Okay. But Richard Martin, who I think is the director, turned him down, telling him that he was too ch- talented to play a rubber-suited monster. <laughs> so he was like, hold that thought, I'll bring you back when I need a human character. Oh, so he's later He, he comes back later on. But doesn't that tell you what the director thought of these characters? Yeah. He said to an actor, no, no, you're too good for this. <laughs> uh, Spicy trivia. So there's a lot of that stuff going on. Lastly, this is going to be the last couple things, ready? Mm. References. So this covers the first three episodes as well. Vicky hasn't heard of aspirin and studied, studied medicine, physics, and chemistry. Yes. Um, That's a good point. Ian originally thinks that TARDIS landed on the moon. I remember that. Um, the Minotra, the bees, use electron guns. Okay. Do you remember hearing them say that? Vaguely. Um, there's some continuity errors with the expanded part of this. So, mm. the Doctor here mentions that he's never been... Um, to this planet before, but he's actually been to it uh, three times before. Okay. So there's been comics and things set before this where he lands on this planet. Okay. Uh, and then he'll continue to land on it in audio plays into the future. Um, and Barbara is still wearing the bracelet given to her by Nero. Oh, yeah, because that should have been destroyed. And while, like, it's very interesting, because I feel like a, a lot of things happen in the expanded universe when something on TV isn't fantastic. Okay. So this planet shows up a lot more in the expanded universe. Right. Now, there's some famous in-universe Doctor Who people that are from the same galaxy as this planet as well, mm. which we'll have to get to. Yeah. <laughs> you ready, um... To rate it? Yeah, I feel like I did at the beginning, and I'm sticking to it. Four out of ten. I scrapes Tom it. Baker. Four out of four. Well, it's another... <laughs> what else did I give? Oh, the Romans. This is a classic Tom Baker. Yeah, I think you gave the Romans the same score. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it might even be worse. You see, jump me no, go first. No, it's a four. It's a four. Okay. Because I gave the Romans a three. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I think this is better than that. 
Mainly because there's none of the comedy nonsense in it. Yes, that's true. It's a bit more serious. So I'm going to give it a... Just remember that a six, between a six and a seven is average. This is below average. So it's less than a six. I'm just giving you context. I'm going to give it, if it had just been the first three episodes, it probably would have been like a two. But I think it's recovered to a four. I'm going to give it a Tom Baker as well. Okay. So four out of 13. Now I want it to get better. Yeah. Please. I think it will. I know it will because there is a story coming up that I have seen. The Chase. The Chase, which is when it does get better. Now, I've got some bad news. Okay. The next season, next story arc is called The Crusade, and it is the one story arc from this season that is missing. Of course it is. Um, But it is one that is on that DVD that I found from Thingy. Oh. Um... Or... I could try finding it again online. Find it on YouTube or whatever other place you found it. What was it? Daily Motion. Daily Motion. Um, so, I'll just tell you about it, though. So it's the, like YouTube, but whatever, you know. <laughs> the, in the Crusades, the, um, there's... I think they've got one or two, like, full episodes. Okay. And then they've got audio from the rest. And they've got narration. They've got, like, a... You know, it's kind of like one episode ends, and then it's William Russell, oh, okay. like in his house as an older Ian, so yeah. in character, being like, "I remember when, blah blah blah." Oh. This is all episode three, that kind of thing. We, if we can find it, I would like to do it. Yes, in he's like Barbara and I we were back on the TARDIS, and we had all these adventures. Is he gonna spoil stuff? Because he's telling from the perspective of someone looking back on the no, whole journey. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? He might spoil my things. Or he might mention things that won't matter to you until you see them anyway. Right, okay. You know what I mean? Well, I'll see if I can find it. Okay. Because that DVD didn't work, did it? Because Brisbane City Council. That was a different DVD. Oh. Like, can try. <laughs> What's wrong? Nothing, just the way you like. Oh. How many episodes is The Crusade? Um, it is four. And then the episode after that is called The Space Museum. And that's the one that's on BritBox. That's the one that's on BritBox. But before we do any of those, we're... next episode's going to be special. We're going to watch Doctor Who and the Daleks. The movie. The movie. Now in... Colour? I don't know. Yes, I think it is in colour. Peter Cushing. That's Moff Tarkin. Oh, is this one we argue about whether he is the choking guy or not? He doesn't get choked. We also shouldn't call him that because it sounds like something weird. Thank you for listening, everyone. Yes. Um, If you liked it, can you rate it? That would be really handy. Yes. Um, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. YouTube. There's a link tree. Yes. It has all the links to everything that we have. Our email is fanofthefoolgmail.com. Send us anything. If you love these episodes, you can let us know and we can laugh. Yep. Um, we'll try again next week, huh? I'm up to date on our zero emails, so if it comes through, I'll see it immediately. Yes. Yeah. Write a jolly good email. And get Terry Nation back. What is this crap? I know what's happening. Can we end with that? It's <laughs> I don't think you do, Doctor. But I promise before this Christmas Day is done, you will be glad of my help. 